Um, Lord, I thank you for this time. Um, I thank you for all of us that you called us here, God. That, um, the Bible says that Jesus was the, the lamb slain before the creation of the world. So this was all planned that you would die for the sins of the world, that we would get saved and, and that we would fall into your perfect will and become disciples to make disciples and uh, to be called into the fivefold ministry, Lord. I thank you for your calling. It's a free gift. It was a gift that you gave us to build up your church. So I pray that we will do so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So uh, this, this ter- sermon is entitled Bible Math. And uh, Christina saw it yesterday. I was trying to hide it from her so she wouldn't see it. And she thought it said bubble bath. And I was like, baby, I'm not. All right, going to teach Julie how to take a shower. <laughs> but, uh, but I was trying to hide it from her because I wanted to surprise her. So I, I just thought that was funny. Thanks for that, baby. That was my, that's my segue. That's how I bring it into the, to the sermon and get real serious. All right. But, um, oh, yeah, thanks. Oh, dude, it went actually too far. See, I clicked on it. Yeah, actually, I do need the arrows. You want to get that back to me? Yeah. I should listen to Rudy. He knew what I was talking about. But first, I'm going to just tell you a quick testimony, man. Uh, just about, this is going to be about when Jesus is calling people, and we're going to look at John 1 when he starts calling his disciples. Uh, just go to that second slide, yeah? Yeah, that's it, that's it. So the, it's called Bible math. So it's going to be like how Jesus uses math in the in the in, in John one and being that I'm a teacher I like to teach so I'm not gonna just gonna be talking the whole time. But uh, but yeah quick testimony real quick before I do read John one. Um, when G when I was called in the Bible college, when I was called to full time ministry, I was sitting on this side of the church and I had just gotten saved and um, I think it was I don't know a month, not even a month plus that I got saved and I realized that man this is what I was waiting for my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this is what I was waiting for my whole life. I'm talking about getting saved. I was like, man, I love Jesus. I, I was waiting for him my whole life. And not that he wasn't there. I wasn't ready to, you know, reach out my hand back to him because he was reaching out his hand to me. And, and I started having encounters with God when I was a little kid. Or I was a teenager, actually. But, um, but then when I got saved, and like I'm saying, I was like, man, this is for me. This is what I wanted my whole life. And I was so fired up. And I was sitting here on this side. I, I forgot exactly where I was in Berto, uh, Pastor Berto. My good friend in high school, man, he, he graduated SUM officially. Well, he walked on stage. You know, we had the ceremony here, um, first graduation. And I literally was sitting right there, and I remember the Holy Spirit spoke in my ear audibly. But, I mean, only I could hear him. But it was loud. He said, this, that is for you when Berto was crossing the stage. And I was like, man, that's crazy. I'm like, I didn't even know what to do. You know what I mean? I was like, so I told Berto about it. And Berto actually told me that he had a dream, like, the day before that or recently that I was going to do that. But he didn't want to tell me. He wanted to wait and see what was going to happen, you know. So I was like, hey, man, bro, I'm down. But I was like, I'm going to get a master's degree because I already had a bachelor's degree, right? But then I looked at SUM, and they said you had to have be part of a, a part of a ministry before you would get your master's. You know what I'm saying? You can't just jump into master's without being part of ministry, and I really wasn't. I was still doing one-on-one. So I was like, man, I don't know what to do. But I was like, you know what? I talked to Nancy, and she said, start at the beginning. So I started at the bottom. Amen. I was like, forget it. I'll just start at the bottom. I humbled myself and, and, and go from the bottom up. And then here, quick little, let me finish this testimony. And, and just how God made a way, man. Because I used to work on 114th Street. Josh, what, is that funny, man? You can tell me. That's all good, bro. I want to laugh too, man. <laughs> oh, I didn't joke. He, quote, he quoted Jesus. No, Drake quoted God. He said, humble yourselves and God will exalt you. So Drake tried to take that. Jesus, he tried to take that from Jesus. I, I love Josh. I, you know, when, a, when as a teacher, man, sometimes I call you on and just, I want to laugh with you. It's all good. But, uh, all right, seriously, though, seriously. And um, what was, I lost my train of thought. 
Yeah, so I used to work on 114th Street, which is far. I was working all the way by Indiana. And the day I started to um, just fill out the application to go to SUN, the little essay, whatever it was, this and that. I'm talking about within 24 hours, the school by here in West Hummel Park, right by where the old SUM campus or SUM boys dorm was. They called me. Hey, you want to come in for an interview? And this is a summer about 2013. Teachers were losing their jobs left and right. I think it was over a thousand plus teachers lost their job. And when they called me, I was like, nah, I'm straight. I got, you know, I got a job already. I'm good. I work at a really good school. No, thank you. You know, I didn't really think much of it. And I hung up the phone. I wasn't even applying for a job. I wasn't looking for a job. And again, at the same time, thousand plus teachers lost their job. I'm a school teacher, you know? And then then I talked to my aunt. She's like, well, if God's calling you over there, you know, you should look into it, whatever, this and that and the third. So I looked into it. And I was like, wow, this is right by Metro Praise. I'd be able to go to school, night school for SUM. I could, it's even right by my house. So I'm like, man, this is crazy. So whatever, long story short, I'm like, yeah, I accepted an interview. And I remember asking them, how did you get my number? Because I didn't apply for a job, right? I wasn't looking for a job. But then they said, we just found it in the system. I'm like, I wasn't looking for a job. But I came in and I got the job. Like, as soon as I walked out the door, they called me back, hey, hey, you want the job? I'm like, yeah, I'll take the job, amen? So, I mean, that, that was a favor of God. When I gave, when I, I was like, because I didn't even think about logistics. Like, oh, I'm going to have to drive here, drive back, live working on the south side. Of it. I didn't even think about it, but when I thought about it, there would be almost no way. How could I drive from 114th, get back here, take class? I wouldn't be able to be, be here at these chapels or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But that was a favor of God. And I was like, wow, that was crazy. And so this is what I'm going to talk about real quick. And before we get started, um, I want you guys, I'm going to read this sermon. Thank, love you, baby. She's smiling at me. I mean, I'm going to read this chat, this passage, and I want you all to think about when Jesus called you into full-time ministry. I forgot who it was in the SUM chapel, but he's like, that's going to keep you. That's going to keep you. Because it's not just salvation. A lot of people are saved, but not everyone's called into the full-time ministry. So it's that calling, or it's when you know God told you to, or when someone spoke something, whatever it is, it's that that's going to keep you. And that's what keeps me when there's sometimes I've felt like, man, this is too much. But I remember when God, when God called me right there in those seats. And I remember all the things that God made, all the doors that he opened so I would have the job. Amen. So I'm going to actually read this passage, and then you guys just meditate on it for a couple minutes, two minutes or something. But it's from, from John 1, verses 35-50. Uh, so it's Jesus just gets filled with the Holy Ghost. And, um, yeah, so he's, he's getting his first disciples. The, the little subtitle is Jesus' disciples followed, or John's disciples followed Jesus. Uh, so here it is, 35. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. 43. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of, of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come out or come from there? Nathanael asked, come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, here truly is an Israelite whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. 
Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. And then he goes on. Uh, I'll read 51. He then added, very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Amen. So a little passage, 16, 17 verses. So just real quick, I'll give you all a minute to, I want you to pray, just if you want to close your eyes, meditate. When Jesus called you, when the Holy Ghost called you to full-time ministry and to, um, through SUM and MPI. Amen. Whatever you got to do, pray, close your eyes, whatever, minute, two minutes. Just think about that. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Um, I was just laughing, man. That was just so awesome, man, to be called to full-time ministry. Dude, I would have never have thought that, dude. Straight up. Come on. Any of you guys would have ever thought you would have been called to full-time ministry a couple years ago? You know what I'm saying? No way. No way, right? Dude, I think about that verse, uh, uh, um, God will do way more than you can even imagine. Dude, come on. I would never have thought I was going to go to me. I would never have thought I was a Christian. I used to, I used to curse God's name, stick on middle finger to God, make fun of Christians and all that. And now I'm serving God in full-time ministry. Isn't that wild? That'll, that should blow your mind already that you got saved even when you used to blaspheme God or whatever it was you did. I mean, that's crazy. And then he's like, all right, here you go. Come to full-time ministry. I mean, that's just crazy. He does way more than we could even think. So again, um, like I said, I'm a teacher, so I wanna, I'm going to challenge y'all, okay, I'm going to have some math problems up there in regards to this passage, okay? And here are the instructions. They're going to be simple. You're just going to pray, ask God for guidance. You're going to read that John 1, 35 to 50. And here's the algebra problem. It ain't that hard. Some of y'all are tripping at one math problem. It's not like going to be like, you know, Joey's going to be like, man, I, got to, I didn't really pay attention to Taft. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, No, I didn't either, but I didn't go to Taft. But I went to Allentown. But, but for real, it's going to be a simple problem, and, and, and you're going to figure it out, okay? So you're going to pray. I'll give you all, I don't know, four or five minutes. Pray, um, read that passage again, or, and then solve for X. Actually, I'll each give you each part of the passage, and you'll just refer to that passage, in that part of that passage. So let's go to this. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, maybe you and Josh, you get one, you get one, you get one, you. So Josh and Christina, number one, okay. Two, look at, you see it on the board? Three, four, and five. So just read that passage, read that passage, and see what I'm talking about. So John is John the Baptist, okay? And you're going to solve for X. So the problem, let's just go over John, one real quick. It's John the Baptist plus witnessing plus X, which is what we're looking for, equals two disciples. Okay, does that make sense? So if you're five, so Rudy, you would say, all right, I'll look, I'll look through the passage. I'll see where it talks about Nathaniel. So Nathaniel plus him getting witnessed to, or Nathaniel plus witnessing plus X is the unknown, unknown variable equals one disciple. Okay? You guys get it? Does anyone, if you don't get it, you can raise your hand. I'll help you with it. Quick. Do you guys, do you get it? Okay, so look. I'll, I'll go again. Look through the passage. Go through the passage, the John 1. So I want to get John 1, 35 to 50. Get that up there. 
wherever you're at, so whichever problem you have, so Christina and Josh, you guys would each look in your Bible, John 1, 35 to 50, look where it talks about John the Baptist and plus him witnessing and what was added to him witnessing that made two disciples. So uh, let's go to Rudy. Rudy's looking for Nathaniel plus witnessing. So somebody, so Nathaniel plus him witnessing plus the X, the unknown variable equals one disciple. What is that X? So what is that extra thing? We got the first thing is all people. The second part is someone witnessing to them or them witnessing. And then what's the third thing, which is X? So what is missing to make them disciples? Does that make sense? Yes. You guys get that? Y'all bros get that? My bad, I should have said it. You guys get that? Yeah. It's gonna take a couple minutes. That should take two or three minutes. Y'all smart. Unless you went to Taft. I'm just joking. Taft is cool, man. That's cool. I think Taft's Prove it. <laughs> so again, you just saw him for X. You look at number two, Andrew plus witnessing plus unknown variable X equals one disciple. You got to pray or the Holy Ghost got to show you. Or you got to read too. Both. Both. Yeah, both. <laughs> I just prayed. I didn't study or anything. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. <laughs> Andrew, and let me just clarify. The person, the first person is the person that's witnessing. So John the Baptist witnesses plus an X equal two disciples. So Philip witnessed to somebody plus X. Is, is, the, is X within the passage? It's in the passage to some degree. Like you have to, you got to think about it. But Nathaniel witnesses. So Nathaniel, yeah, I should have made it a little more clear. Nathaniel witnesses to somebody plus the unknown, something else happens, and it equals one disciple. So you got to know a little bit about the Bible. I mean, I hope you guys read the book of John. If not, probably shouldn't be in SUM. Well, you shouldn't be in SUM. <laughs> we'll take you back to Jesus loves me, this I know. We're going to back, and Susie, you gotta help. You gotta help this brother out, man. <laughs> Let him come to Sunday school. <laughs> he hasn't read the Book of John yet. <laughs> so anybody who's listening, just so you could hear, um, I, I propose these math problems from John one verses thirty-five to fifty, or thirty-five to fifty-one. Uh, for example, the first question says John plus witnessing plus X equals two disciples. Um, so to clarify, as John witnesses to somebody, plus an unknown variable, something else happens, which is that X, and it equals two disciples. Um, there's also another second, there's five problems. The next one is Andrew, plus Andrew witnessing, plus an X, again, something else that happens, equals one disciple. And this is something you could, uh, you can going to draw off from, again, some, some, you have to know something of the Bible and something of Jesus, but uh, you draw that out from, from your knowledge of uh, the Gospels and Jesus and from this passage. Okay, real quick, you give me one person from you guys. Give me 10 seconds what you think it is, and here we go. Go ahead, baby. I just want to clarify. I was. A, all right, 10 seconds. Um, 
what I got from our passage, I'll read uh, the part where John is. We had John, and it says, The next day when John was there again, he was with his disciples, and he saw Jesus passing by, and he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him saying this, they followed Jesus. I think that was our ex. I think with them witnessing, um, one of the things that I found was the ex equals, I f- maybe I'm wrong, but is it them pointing to Jesus, them acknowledging who Jesus was? Like, look, there's the Lamb of God. And then the Bible says then they turn to Jesus um, and then I kind of sneak peeked at the next one which wasn't mine and I also found out they kind of referred to a name of that was Jesus am I right we'll see at the end ah. all right we'll see at the end you want to maybe can you put up the put the first one so the first one they got together and they think x the unknown variable means to they acknowledge Jesus Yuli no, yeah, they acknowledge, they acknowledge so Yuli what do you think the x is in two in two I think that uh well, I was reading it, and it says that and he looked at Jesus, he walked by and said, Behold the Lamb of God. He gets, uh, gets God. <laughs> so, we, again, yeah. you can say points out Jesus, right? You could points out Jesus, okay. Man, I made this hard. You know when you're a teacher and you're like, man, everybody gets it wrong? Then it's like, it's like, man, I made it too hard. <laughs> All right, Joby, what do you think three is? What do you think the X, uh, that variable is? I feel like I'm in a game show. I think the X is uh, when Andrew... Uh, Takes Peter to Jesus, and Jesus is call, uh, gives him a new name, basically okay. symbolizing he got born again. So you can say you can say, um, you can say Andrew takes Peter to Jesus. Go ahead, Broski. What do you think four is the or what do you think the X variable is for question four? I think the X variable is included in two occurrences. It was a miracle in which Jesus had seen Philip in the tree. Uh, Nathaniel, sorry, switch names. And then Nathaniel accepted him at that occurrence. Okay. So he thinks it was, just say, so Jesus performs a miracle for Nathaniel. But was that number four or was that number five? That's for, okay. Oh, you, you actually put Nathaniel. That's okay, a little mix-up, though. No condo, baby. It's all good. So, uh, <laughs> okay, it became Nathaniel. Yeah, I should have clarified it was Nathaniel, Nathaniel witnessing. That's why I tried to, it's okay. You did a good job, man. I'll give you a sticker. So the fifth one, so for Rudy... Yeah, you could just say miracle. miracle. So for the fifth one, Rudy, what do you think the X variable is? When the Son of God is acknowledged. Okay, you could write acknowledgement again. Yeah, yeah, same one as number one, acknowledgement, yeah. Amen. So all of those are pretty good, but none of y'all are right. And that's because, that's because I think I made it too hard, okay? What up? <laughs> This is a puzzle. You know what? This 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 is this is actually more of a riddle now that I think about it. Because see, y'all should have fasted. Hey, you're supposed to be 21 day fast. You should have fasted for today. Y'all shouldn't eat anything today. No water. Hey, you you should have drank any water. You shouldn't breathe any. No breathing. Y'all should have stayed in the temple. Yeah, how long you been in the temple for, dude? Hey, well, you been here all day. You snoozed. I'm just kidding. But uh, now that I think about it, that probably was more of a riddle. <laughs> but, I mean, all those were sweet. But for the most part, all of these are witnessing. You know, like, all of them are witnessing. Okay? The, hold on, I'm going I'm to give you the answer in Scripture. Mark 16. <laughs> there, there is no answer. The answer is Jesus Christ. No. Here's the answer, though. For real. Mark 16, he says, therefore, go into all. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Mark. That's Matthew twenty-eight. Let me get the. Let me get it. Let's, 
that's why I said it's more of a riddle because the answer wasn't exactly in the in the passage. So I was testing. I was testing y'all. You had to have read the Bible before, man. I told you you guys had to read the Bible before, okay? Some of y'all, I didn't read. I didn't read the Bible in a week. Now you guys are getting graded on this, man. Chancellor George Neal is going to give you guys a bad grade for this. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark 16. So we see Mark 16. Uh, these two scripture verses are played out right here. Um, the, uh, the, the commission and all that. They're played out right here. But here's Mark 16, 15 and 16. He said that I'm going to all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Who believes in his baptism will be saved, but who does not believe will be condemned. So again, already, man, these dudes is getting saved. These dudes are found Jesus. They're getting called into the ministry. And the first thing they did was already preach. Jesus didn't even have to tell them to go preach. And the first thing they did was preach. Isn't that wild? The first thing they did was preach. So that kind of goes with the witnessing. That was the witnessing. And here is where it really is. Here's the answer. Here's the answer to the riddle. I should have said, I should have said, Bible riddle, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I thought I was funny, and it worked out. My wife thought I meant bubble bath. But uh, here it is, Matthew 28, the Great Commission. Then Jesus said to them, I'll read it. You guys know if you got the answer. Then Jesus said to them, and then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. Surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So I'm going to look at that problem one more time, actually. So look at this. So John witnesses. So you witness to somebody, they get saved. How do they become a disciple? What? Teaching, man. They got to get discipled. They got to get discipled. The X is discipleship. The X is discipleship. Anybody going to clap? Ooh, oh. yeah. It's teaching discipleship. Yeah. It's teaching discipleship. I guess, you know, now that I look at everything that we all wrote on the board. I that's witnessing. That's Right, for the most part, these are somewhat witnessing. Like, you're like, hey, that's Jesus, the Lamb of God. That's witnessing. You're pointing someone to Jesus. You point someone, literally point someone out to Jesus. That's witnessing. Um, take someone to Jesus. You bring them to church. You witness to them. You know what I'm saying? Miracles is kind of witnessing to Jesus and same thing. So the acts is simple. It's discipleship. It's discipleship. You know? And, then, and I, what I was going to say is, man, we're doing a thing over here, Metro Praise. We're doing a thing. This is it. This is what the world's been waiting for. This is it. There ain't nothing better than this. Like, 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 uh, Joe, man, I had this message for over a month. I'm not even kidding you. I've been over about as soon as Rudy told me about it. I think within a week, the Lord gave it to me. I was just reading the Bible and, um, and boom, he said, this is what I want you to preach on. And this is what it was. And then Joe preaches on that yesterday. And then about, uh, about, um, what was he talking about? Like we've been preaching about the, the vision, strategy and goal recently. There you go. Jesus knows. I wasn't here. Really? I, I didn't know. I didn't know. And then um, that's the Lord. And, and then, man, this is it, man. This is like I'm saying. This is what the world's been waiting for. We're the answer. Jesus is the answer, but through us. Amen. Preaching. Mark 16. Witnessing. And then that X factor is discipleship. And I put the X factor as discipleship because, I, I, I mean, I feel like that's what's missing. I mean, I'm, I mean, we all know that. Most of us know that. But many people are, who are church, quote unquote, may not know that. And, and I recall, and I just want to share a little testimony. I remember um, having encounters with God when I was a shorty, like 15 years old, and um, getting touched by God and, and stuff like that. But no one really reached out to me. And, and I'm not 100% sure if no one did, but I wouldn't say it was like this. 
I'm not, like I said, I don't remember everything, but I wouldn't think it was like this where people reached out to you and said, hey, man, come on, I'm going to train you up to be like Jesus. We could do a one-on-one type thing and whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be called one-on-one. But you guys know what I'm saying, right? So I remember having encounters with God. I remember going to a church when I was 15. Someone brought me in there and I got touched by God. And I feel like, I felt like I felt the presence. I know I felt the presence of God and I repented that day. But no one really mentored me. I didn't have nothing. I was telling people about Jesus. I was like these dudes. I told my mom and my dad about Jesus. I started telling people about Jesus. I was a gangbanger telling people about Jesus. And they're telling me I was crazy. They're telling me I'm crazy, for real. So then after a while, I just got discouraged. And I'm like, well, whatever. I ain't going to do it. People call me crazy and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But, but if someone would have told me the word, be like, hey, man, you deny Jesus before man. He's going to deny you before God. You know what I'm saying? If somebody would have disciple me, I would have been like, oh, man, that's serious. That's the real deal. But then I think about the great, but then at the same time, no condo. I, I, I'm not like, oh, man, I wish I would have done this and that. I mean, it would have been nice, but, but I think about it, man. It's a testimony to God's grace, man. 12 years to me, 12 years later to me to repent. Even within that time, like I used to sneak out of the crib and go to like a church here and there, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't, I remember it was like, it was like hitting my head, it would be like hit rock though, because I was so like stubborn, but at the same time, like God would be drawing me and I would go to a church and I wouldn't really even understand. I would just sit there and like sometimes I would sit there and cry and stuff like that. But I, I, but like, again, not really being disciple, not really being taught up in the word, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't understand. So, and, and I just thought it was so cool, like this little math problem, because it's like we all witness, mo- I mean, I wouldn't even say all churches witness, but some people, most people would somewhat witness, right? Even people on their Facebook, or even if you go to church, they'll witness, but not a lot of people do that discipleship, man, and it's the real deal, man. This real, this is what changed my life. Jesus changed my life through discipleship, and that's what he's calling us to do through Mark 16 and preaching, Matthew 28, to make disciples, and, te- and like you said, teaching them, man. This is the real deal. And, and so I'm just letting y'all know, man, this is what God wants for you. We're all in the right place. You know, I can get caught up because in like playing, I, I feel like being that I was always playing sports, you always had this idea like more, 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 or even being in the world, it's like always more. It sounds like, man, I got to preach to more people. I got to do this sometimes. But man, this is right where God has us, man. Perfect. Everywhere where you're at, you're one-on-one, well, two-on-one, deacon, you know, going to be an elder, deacon, going to be an elder, going to be a pastor, right where God wants us, man. And I remember Joe said this. He's like, man, you can get caught up in looking at the 100,000, and you forget, like, the hundreds that are in front of you. I mean, that happens to me, you know. It happens at my job, has my family, but, amen, we just enjoy where we're at, and this is where God has us, amen. And we're in the right place. So, uh, yeah, that's my testimony. I'm going to pray for everybody. Amen. That was fun, guys. Thanks. I love preaching, man. Like, this is a gift that God gave you, man. It's fun for me. It's fun for me. I love preaching, man. Thanks for you guys listening. Amen. I want to pray. Lord, I thank you for... um Thank you for this time, and I thank you for your word. God, I thank you that you said even the heavens and earth, everything's going to fade away. Everything is going to fade away. Everything, the heavens and earth, everything's going to burn. You're going to roll everything like a scroll, but you said your word will remain forever. Your word will endure forever, God. So I pray to all my brothers and sisters here, not just in Metro Praise, and your church all around the world, especially everyone called in the five-fold ministry, Lord, that we would hold on to your word, and you would use us to help equip the saints and to help equip your church for works of service, Lord. And be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Yuli's going to get saved right now. Yuli, let me pray for you, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Josh, let-